Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's actually really good. I'm not gonna lie to you. But um no, so I was saying um right before we started. Um oh actually we should probably say intros. So um this is Buck For Real though. Um you we got um Zeke here. How Buck For Real though. You got Zay. Oh my god. <laughs> But Man. yeah, no. So <clears throat> I'm taking uh, I'm taking today off from drinking. Um, I was gonna drink because I was like, damn, that would like uh, make make it. I don't know. I feel like it like I'm funnier when I drink. But also too, like I've been drinking a little like every day for uh, I'm gonna say three weeks. I'm gonna say literally three weeks is crazy. And I was like, damn, I gotta take today off to make myself feel like I'm not an alcoholic. Because if I can't go today without drinking, then... And I was going to do it on Monday anyway. Um, unfortunately, we uh, decided to do this on Monday instead of uh, the original day. Cough, cough. <clears throat> hey, you know what I'm saying? Look, I did the best I can. You know I'm but, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, like, the first, since it's the first episode, uh, it makes sense to talk about, like, um, you know, like the title... <coughs> oh shit, sorry. God damn, that coffee went down the wrong way. <laughs> but um Yeah, so like uh the title for this one is just gonna be uh just figuring it out. Um which kinda sums up this whole fucking journey. Um basically like yeah, we're just figuring it out, man. Like it's I think it's really symbolic for uh, Especially because of like where we both are in life and like where we come from, like I think that's a good starting starting episode. To be honest, that's like one of my Shit. favorite ones. Honestly, that title right there could be like revisited again, like figuring it out point, you know, two point because like like life in general is uh, just figuring it out. So uh, I've, I've, I'm I'm rocking with it. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm trying not to use. The, that's a word. Well, I mean, already we're we're explicit, so well, yeah, oh, we, are? we are. I mean, I just said fuck like five times. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we don't have a choice. Um, yeah. But I mean, okay. So like, what's funny is, I think I've wanted to start a podcast since like right before COVID, and then one thing that made me not want to do it anymore is like, you remember when like COVID hit? And like everybody was a podcaster, or yeah, it's podcast. Like yeah, yeah, it's like, man, do I really want to be another dude with a podcast? But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm gonna do what I want to do. Um, and you know, if people want to listen to it, they'll listen to it. Otherwise, oh well, I, I don't really care. I'm doing it more so because it's like I said, I wanted to do this for a long time. It's like an itch to scratch. Like, I don't really expect it to go anywhere. It's just like, oh, like, I can finally say, like, oh, like, me and my boy, we did this thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, ain't gonna lie. I would love to see it go somewhere. But, you know, I, like, since we're figuring it out, I think, um, like I was saying ahead of the time, um, when we was coming up with the whole uh, the logo and shit, yeah. I was like, you know, as it goes on, I was like, I imagine we can figure it out. And then, like, Things become a little bit more crisp, more legit. You know, topics come about a little bit, this and that. Man, you know, we might jump in one day and be like, let me tell you the stupidest shit that came to my mind today. You know what I mean? Man. <clears throat> and what's funny is, like, the logo was made, 
I think I made that logo in like five minutes with Photoshop. <laughs> like it's not like that much work was put into it, but I'm not a Photoshop shop guru or anything like that. Um, and honestly, like I, I was talking to my therapist uh, and I was just like, I was telling her about it and I was just like, uh, man, it's going to be so cool. Like a year from now, if we have like at least three logos. I know personally I'm going to buy one shirt that has nope. all three logos on it. And if other people buy it, that's cool too. I know like at least one other person that, that will probably buy it. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably Bree, but I'm, I'm talking about Dora. I was talking about Dora. I think Dora would buy one. Bree might buy one too. Yeah, uh, Bree probably would, but I mean, she don't really. I mean, yeah. What about Simeon? You think Simeon? Yeah, uh, boy, yeah, yeah that's my brother. Fish. But, uh,. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I think he might buy one, especially like if he comes and um, it's like featured on on one of these stones. But yeah, the shirt would have uh, three logos, and it'd be like the first logo, which is this one, um, which is like we use the colors from um, the images to make the coloring for the uh, text. So you have like that yellow from the magnolia because we're both from Mississippi, and then you have like the yellow. the brown from like the hooves of the deer and he like dropped his ice cream cone it's i think it's funny as hell um <laughs> oh, describe it funny i know I, well i know but it's just funny like every time i look at it it's just like man that's that's so fucking dumb but it's it's like dumb in a funny way like that, that, that's so us like like every month <laughs> it's <laughs> dumb in a funny way yeah it's dumb as fuck but you don't regret it at all um and so, like, I, I don't think we'll regret the logo ever. Um, I wouldn't get that as a tattoo, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be too bad. If we make it big, uh, I get it. As a I'm okay. This shit goes somewhere, I'd be like, right, No, that's my I'm body. Getting... I get a poster. <laughs> you can... <laughs> I get a poster, hey, you... something I can hide or something. Everybody got, like, a dumb tattoo somewhere. I don't you have know, it. Like that or on the bottom of my foot. No, I'm like, three for three with good tattoos right now. Four for four. Sorry, I just got another. One. You did. Uh, the Wait, one above my knee. Yeah. The Aquarius. I don't think I saw that. One. Um. You got the Aquarius, the zodiac symbol. Yeah, I'm sure I got so, that while you were here, but maybe I got it right after you left. But yeah, I got I got it above the knee tattoo, so it's a dog tattoo. <clears throat> Actually, Tim. A new one right now. Uh, I know it's a good shop out here that I've been reviewing. That I was like, I need to pull up on this. I was um, I was thinking about getting one. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was actually thinking about getting one. Um, fuck. I think it was like two days ago. I was just randomly like, man, I want to get another tattoo, and I think it's only because. Well, I was thinking about the fact that I haven't finished this sleeve on my arm, but <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I'm kind of at the point now, too, where I'm just, like, I don't even know what to fill it in with. Like, I had a vision before, but it's just, like, do I really feel like doing that and having that on my arm? Because it's going to be, like, my whole arm was going to be a constellation. And, like, this guy uh, holding up the world um, is, like, in the middle of it. And so, like, it's pretty much, like, Earth in outer space with a backdrop of, like, just straight black with the stars and stuff like that. But I'm not even trying to experiment with um, an artist here that can do good ink where um, the stars would show up because it just looked like somebody painted my arm black and it looks dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you know, you it's a lot of good artists in San Antonio, well, in Texas overall, especially Houston, Dallas, Austin. Um, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. think Houston and Dallas probably need a win um, as far as uh, best tattoo artists would go. Just because, uh, I mean, I haven't heard, like, any major names here. Um, in the last place I was at, uh, so Colorado, like, people were driving all the way to Denver uh, for some really good tattoos. Um, and so <clears throat> that was, like, the that was like the place to be. So it seems like the big cities kind of have it. Even though San Antonio is one of the top ten, um, I don't know. Like, maybe I just haven't found one. I, the, the guy that did my tattoo above my leg, like, I'm sure it could have been a, a ton better. Like, even I noticed things, like, yeah, I mean, but it's only lines. Like, it's only lines. It's not like he had to do a lot. Like, and so I was just like, damn, I would never come back here for real designs just because I was, like, iffy about his line work. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just need to look around more. Uh, but I do know uh, the dude that did mine, like, the other ones in college, um, of, of course, this one was done in Colorado, um, the, the Atlas tattoo. But the other ones, like both of my sleeves, were done in Colorado. I mean, uh, Mississippi. Um, we were at, when we were at Southern Miss, and that dude, that like Phil, Phil, was good. Yeah, like Phil was really good. To this day, like people still compliment the lion tattoo in the shape of Africa. Like they're like that goes hard. I'm like, yeah, I know. And that was my first tattoo. <laughs> like I didn't have a shitty first tattoo like a lot of people. I ain't gonna lie. I think my first tattoo was shitty. If my first tattoo artist, uh, I hate to say it, podcast, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ass. I mean, I mean, the granny, I'm sure he'll look at it now and be like, he, he'll he'll probably think it was ass too. Yes, it was ass. I mean, granted, if it on my arm, it doesn't look necessarily bad. I guess when I look and show people my tattoos, but in my opinion, I look at it and be like, okay, I definitely want this redone. Can't cover it up. That's just too much. Man, I mean, a real good, a really good tattoo artist could like cover it up and make it look better. I think, um, but it does look like something I drew in middle school. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. But yeah, man. Um, no, what's what's crazy? Um, so I, I, I was thinking it was like. I think it was like kind of cool just looking back and thinking about how we even met and like became friends to the fact that like we're like of all people, if you would have told me back in 2013 when I first met you that me and you would be starting a podcast literally 10 years from uh, when we met, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, fuck no. Like, because I could stand your ass. <laughs> but like, here we are like literally best friends, like brothers and shit. And I think like that, that's just crazy. Um I think even with, um, like, okay, even with, like, this podcast, because it's, like, completely new. Like, meeting you is, like, a completely new thing, because I wouldn't, like, I, back then, I was just not friends with, like, people like that, like you at all. Um, and I would say um, most, like, huh? Like me. What is like? Yeah, that's what I was about to get into. So, like, uh, like you would be, um, like, I was, like, way too serious back then. And then, too, like, I don't know, like me and my friends didn't just crack, didn't really crack on each other like that. And I would say I sucked at it. Uh, I sucked at talking shit back then. I will actually honestly admit it because now I know I sucked at it because I can like I think about the shit people used to say to me in like middle school and high school. And I'm like, man, that shit was so lame and dumb. And like I would have said this if it was me now, 
I would have I would have flamed the fuck out of him. But back, I mean, back then, I was just like a deer in headlights. Like I didn't talk shit, so it's like, all right, if you don't talk shit, when somebody talks shit to you in the south, like what you gonna do? You get mad. It's like fuck, <laughs> you want to fight because it's like I ain't got nothing to say. Like these hands don't talk for me. Um, but <laughs> I mean, over time, you just start talking shit, and like you learn to laugh, and then you learn like. Those people aren't taking life as a joke. They just learn to laugh shit off. And so, like, that's kind of, like, one of those big, like, those important qualities I learned just from, like, uh, I guess, giving, like, giving this friendship a chance and shit like that. Um, and what's funny is, I ain't gonna lie to you. I literally want to have, like, a, I want to have a wedding ceremony just for, like, your best man speech. But then, like, just for the fact um, that, like, or if you need to get married, so one of us need to have a wedding ceremony. Where um, because I'm I'm still gonna say this speech either wedding. Um, but basically, like you just never know where life will take you. And literally, like somebody that I literally would almost take a bullet for. I, it's really hard to get me to say I'll take a bullet for anybody. Like I'm sorry, mama, but <clears throat> look, I mean I I take one for my mama, but I'm definitely gonna cry about it. Like. I'm gonna be a bitch, <laughs> but it's not a lot of people. But that I would just go out of my way for, um, especially in, at this point of time, um, just because, like, I don't know. Like, I do a lot of stuff for people, but then the day, like, uh, family is like everything, and like having friends to become family is like even better. Um, and so, yeah, that's been great. And honestly, <laughs> we were broke as fuck when we we met each other. Broke as fuck. I, I was broke as fuck. Weed, you was on the come up. No, I wasn't. I had like twelve dollars a week after bills. Um, I just knew how to budget to make that twelve dollars look good. <laughs> but yeah, we were yeah, broke as fuck. Like if I look, man, if I tried to live off of what I lived off, I used to make a thousand dollars a month in college, like a thousand dollars a month, and that was like after bills. So a thousand dollars spread across thirty days, right? I'm um, doing the math. That's like, I don't fucking know. Um, I want to say it's $30. Actually, let me do a calculator real quick. Hold on. I know. <laughs> Not even going to lie to you, man. Shit. $1,000. I don't think yeah, I had. Yeah, like $33 a day. So, like, pretty much $33 a day. And we weren't, like, eating cheap all the time. Like, we had, like, OEC. I guess that's cheap compared to so now. Did. Oh, yeah. see. That's we we, we did now. some shit like we Hackers, go to parties. Like crazy. Yep, we went to um, what is the name of the damn place? Uh, no, well, yeah, Brewskis took a lot oh, of money too because they used to ch- they used to tax motherfuckers. <laughs> no cap, Brewskis and you talking about uh, what you talking about the La Country Bar over on the side? No, um, the drive-through like place, the-, the food. We stayed in Waffle House. That that ate some money. Uh, no, no, no. Not Checkers. We did go to Checkers a lot freshman year, but I'm talking about the other place where it was like you can get a whole meal for like $5 and they had like 23 shakes and shit. Wendy's? Fuck no. Um, <laughs> God damn, this is about to piss me off because uh, I don't even know how to search it. Huh? Is there a drive through place? Yeah, it was right across from uh, Raising Cane's because if Raising Cane's was like packed, we'd just go over there. Not steak and shit. Uh, oh, I know, I know. Cookout. Yeah, cookout. Yeah. Cookout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. me, I had that little That's burnt chicken. <laughs> hey, that burnt chicken was busting too. Oh, me, the barbecue burnt chicken. <laughs> Man, 
The barbecue would made it the flavor because I ain't gonna lie, if you ain't had no barbecue on there, that chicken was burnt. Uh, it, when they said char grill, it was char grill. <laughs> it was char burnt. Uh, it was char. That's what it was. But man, like, I don't know. This is, this is crazy. And like, honestly, it's like, I don't know. It already feels like pretty good to like just say, like, man, we finally, even like after this weekend, I'm like, damn, we're gonna have to reschedule like every single day. I was like, shit, man. I almost wanted to reschedule today. I'm not even gonna lie to you until I made this coffee. <clears throat> it's been up- it's still been an uphill process and trying to like come together and establish and figure out what it is and what it ain't. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm gonna say it right now on the first podcast, I give you all the credit for uh, you did a lot of the legwork and everything and keeping a lot of the uh, the uh, the spirit up. You kept the spirit up and and the motivation to want to like achieve this and do this. So, uh, I definitely would salute you on this, bro, because I appreciate it. Well, like, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. What's funny is, <laughs> what's funny is, um, I think um, Bree actually just like left and drove off. Uh, she's probably mad at me, but it'll be okay. Um, but I mean, I haven't been the best the last few days, um, to be honest. And like, boy, <clears throat> to be honest, I haven't laughed much all day, like other than like playing the game with Dora. Um, but it's just like I've just been feeling like I've needed a break, and to her, she doesn't like quite understand. Um, but because like, <clears throat> like we we've, we've had like over like over a month of just great days, and so finally like I hit like a wall, um, and it's really like uh, experimenting with medicines. Like my doctor is switching me from um, one ADHD medicine to another one, and so I have to stop taking the one. And then they're out of, so Adderall is the one I'm switching to uh, from um, pretty much concerned. Yeah, yeah so like Ritalin. Um, and Ritalin shit was like just making me extremely tired. Like I was yawning all day. Um, I'll be yawning like in people's faces pretty much. Like, and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I promise you I'm not bored. Like, yeah. but like I'm almost like breaking hip violations for myself by like telling people like, look, I'm not, like new medicine is making me like super tired. But, <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't interrupting people like I usually do in conversation because, like, <laughs> I'm yawning. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. What's wrong with you? That's my, that's yawn. That's my imitation of you yawning about your face. Um, yeah. <laughs> dude, that would piss me off. So, if that's how I was, then I'm sorry for everybody I yawned. <laughs> but, no, like, um... I was just, I was telling her, so, okay, let me tell you what happened the past couple of days, and this is why I think I hit a wall, because normally, like, I go to work, and, like, I get those moments of, like, nothingness to myself by just going into my cubicle and, like, holding myself up for, like, a little bit, because I do need, like, little mini breaks throughout the day. Well, Friday, um, Empress, Empresses, uh, so Empress is my daughter, for people that don't know, uh, Empresses, um, um, daycare was closed for Easter. Uh, it was closed Friday and today. Um, crazy. Cause I didn't get one day off work. Well, actually I got Friday off if I, yeah, I got Friday off work. It was a family day, but Friday and Monday is crazy. I was like, damn. So luckily I had taken off work for today already. And I took off work for tomorrow because I'm getting solar panels installed tomorrow. But I was going to do it anyway because, like, even if I didn't have the solar panels been installed, I was going to take off just because it's like, man, I, I need a 
day of like doing nothing. Like I just want to lay here and like do nothing, not have to take care of a kid. Um, I yeah, know that yeah, sounds yeah. terrible, but I just need a day yeah, of like, like just doing jack shit. And so like Brie gets Wednesdays off and it's like she still takes them for daycare and stuff and I'm at work. So she gets that whole time to herself. I was like, I don't have those days because <clears throat> she works on Saturdays. So I work Monday through Friday. I'll have Empress on Saturday. And then we're all together. We go to church on Sunday and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't really have a like a long extended period of time where it's just like, oh, I get to like just lay here and do nothing. Um, and I'm not complaining about being a dad or anything like that. It's just like out of the whole month, like I just want one um, where I'm just like, all right, today I don't want to do shit. And I know she does a lot. We both do a lot. Literally, my routine, because I get off work before her, I pick up Empress, come home. Um, of course, usually around the time I get home, uh, it's like 4.30 or so, and I'm like, uh, I'm feeding Empress. So it's like a whole 30-minute thing. Um, so I feed Empress, I feed the dog, I feed the cat, uh, even though I hate the cat. I feed the cat, too. <laughs> like the dog walk. We usually, all three of us, me, uh, Empress, and the dog, walk to the mailbox, get the mail. Uh, sometimes we play together um and then i give her a tablet i try to get on the game and play the game a little bit but i do all this <clears throat> and then if it's a late night for brie um and sh- or she'll ask me like hey can you get her ready for bed or something like that then which is rare um so times like that i'm just like hey uh, you know what we'll watch tv together and then we'll go to sleep so me and empress will have like daddy daughter time and we'll watch tv uh, nine times out of ten, it's uh, <clears throat> it's uh, Gordon Ramsay's uh, Kitchen Nightmares because I, I like that show a lot right now. But I know I don't know what I don't know why I like that show. You know what? I'm you gonna get back the, to that. <laughs> you don't watch the show for Empress? Yeah, no. Like so, she watches. So okay. So the setup, uh, you've seen my house, but the 75 inch in the living room, I can see that TV while I'm looking at the TV in my office slash game room. So nine times out of ten, I'm watching whatever I want to on this, and then she gets the big screen. So she's watching Peppa Pig because that's all she likes right now. Uh, and literally, she's seen Peppa Pig like five times, but <clears throat> that won't stop her. So she'll watch that. Um, but whenever, whenever we're like getting ready for bed and stuff, I'll just pull out my iPad and I watch uh, the Kitchen Nightmares on there, and she watches Peppa Pig on the uh, TV in the bedroom. And so, like, we'll sit there, and then uh, I'll be like, all right, time for bed or whatever. Or I'll fall asleep, and she's still in the bed. And, I mean, she's two, about to be three tomorrow, so it's not a big deal um, if she's in there. But usually, Brie will come home and, like, put her in her bed, and then that's the night. <clears throat> well, um, the past few days, I've just been kind of, like, I can tell um, if I wasn't taking medicine right now, like ADs, um, so antidepressants, um, I would be like down bad right now, but I'm not down bad just because I'm taking the medicine and then ADHD medicine on top of that. But at the same time, it's just like that. And then finally taking a break from drinking, which I probably needed more than I thought um, because it's I'm not having withdrawals or anything like that. It just feels like, I don't know. It feels like a really big crash. And so I was like, yeah, I really need to chill out on the drinking. I went through so many bottles of alcohol. Like I had a full cabinet of alcohol and now only one side of my, um, so I had two, two, I have two cabinets full of alcohol and shot glasses and stuff. 
and now only one side has alcohol and it's all wine. And I've been like avoiding the wine because wine makes me sleepy. It's like, I want to drink to get go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like that's lame as hell. I mean, everything what we're talking about right now, what you're talking about, what is basically you said in the title, just figuring it out. And it seems like you're just figuring it out. Uh, figuring out your life, the family life and balance between having your own time and having enough time spent with your daughter, with your wife. And it's a little rough. It's a little rough because you have to figure out the juggle. But um, as long as you're actively on it and attentively gaining it, you know, you don't got it. You got it. You got it. It's what it is. Um, <clears throat> and that's shit. You know, my life ain't been crispy clean either. <laughs> well, I don't think our lives will ever be uh, crispy clean, is what you just said. I said crispy cream. Crispy cream like the donuts? Yeah, it's a little glaze. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 That is very far from uh, hey, you know, I don't like, think I'm ever gonna like. You know what's funny about life is like you can you always like look at somebody and be like, oh they got life figured out and they don't because nobody does and nobody I don't think even when you like <clears throat> the reason I say like I don't think that ever happens is because like looking at where I am now versus when we first met and like even like years between that like of course like on paper like I've been doing better but it's it's always been something. Um, like, uh, the, so I, I, like both graduations, like I, I got divorced on like both graduations. So undergrad and grad school, uh, both funny enough, uh, divorced the same, uh, like span, like time span. Right. And so it's like, um, shit, like <clears throat> on paper, like all this stuff looks good, but then there's always something you're dealing with or struggling with. That's like, man, this is like, ugh. Um, and like, even when life is good, so like when I first moved to Texas, right, like, um, it was just like, oh, how am I going to see my daughter and all that stuff? Like, luckily me and Bree are uh, back together and we don't, that's not a thing anymore, but <clears throat> there's always something where it's like, you know what, I'm going to be happy despite, um, and that's kind of what you have to get to because like, I think we're all blessed, um, or fortunate if you don't like that word. Um, we're all fortunate in some way compared to somebody else. Um, however, we all, <clears throat> sorry, damn, uh, we all deal with like, uh, for lack of better words, bullshit, um, the same as the next person. And so, I don't know, so like I've been reading um, a, a good bit lately and um, one of my coworkers and friends, um, so it's the same, she, she She's a coworker and a friend, uh, is what I'm trying to say. She bought me this book for my birthday called "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck," um, and it's funny. That guy, dude, that, that, honestly, I would highly recommend that book. It is so good. I'm actually gonna reread it j- just because of how good it was. But then my therapist had this book called "Outliers" on her bookshelf that kind of like um, drew me in, and so like I kind of I read that book too, and like both of those books are just like. Um, I mean, everybody gets like shit cards, like nobody really gets like amazing cards. Now, some people get better cards than another person or another person, but there are people with shit cards that make it work. Um, <clears throat> and so, I feel like that's us. Huh? I feel like that's us. I, I keep getting shit cards and I learned to like make a joke out of it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much. But that's why, that's why I was saying earlier, like that's, just, that's like one of the things you have to learn. Like I was definitely a sympathy case 
for a while because I was just like, man, I I uh, got like the shittiest hand dealt like in life and all that stuff. And then at the end of the day, like you just have to realize like you could be in worse situations. Um, I definitely could be in much worse situations. Like <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, one day, you know what? I'm gonna have to save that one for off <laughs> when we're not recording. But basically, like all it took sometimes, like a lot of times when I'm sitting back and thinking about like uh, places where like people I used to be like hang out with a lot are, it's like man, it was like one decision that literally separated me from that person, or it was the fact that my mom like was just this hardcore person. And basically wouldn't let me like do stuff that other people were doing. And that was like the d- deciding factor. <clears throat> and the funny thing is, I would say um, because of how strict my mom was growing up, the fact that I snuck and did a lot of things in high school, um, like drinking and, um, you know, smoking. By the time I even got to college and stuff, it's just like, eh, like been there, done that type thing. And it's kind of like a... Uh, Honestly, like, I try alcohol, like, young, and it's kind of like sex. Like, you try it, it's like, oh, okay. Well, no, I, I'm lying. Alcohol and sex are completely <laughs> Actually, that was a bad, <laughs> a bad comparison. Completely different things. Yeah, but it's kind of like alcohol, alcohol isn't, like, something I need to have fun all the time. It just makes, like, okay, let's, let's say it's, like, card games or, like, um, Uno. Like, I don't need Uno every time I hang out with people, but Uno adds another layer of fun that can be had. Um, the difference is too much Uno doesn't give me a hangover. Um, and so that's kind of the thing with that. But I didn't want to keep rambling about that stuff at all. I don't know. It just sparked that, that memory, and I had to scratch that itch. <laughs> Long as it ain't the ass, it's you good with me, bro. <laughs> you fuck around and digging in your ass. I'm gonna say, get your man, ass out of here. Right, yeah, the, the point is, like, yeah, it it is just like figuring it out. Um, because I was sitting and thinking too, like, I don't think anybody would ever say they were a perfect parent or a perfect um, spouse or anything like that. And it's not that I'm a perfectionist. It's just like, am I doing enough? Um, and I'm not to just be like at the bar um, of like, oh, this is enough to keep me like con- content as far as like her- from her perspective. More so like, I feel like I'm like, even though I'm not physically t- tired, I'm just so mentally drained from like everything. Like just thinking about like putting putting myself in this position like like in a really good position for this career uh change because i am uh, getting out the military or active duty at least um at six months and like so i'll just be going back to being a big boy as i call it because i mean at this point i mean you're having to interview for jobs which you don't have to do for the military uh you have to you actually have to i mean I like this. I like to think that you actually have to work harder um, in civilian companies than you do in the military. Like the military, I feel like I could, I could at least get to ten to twelve years by not really doing a ton, as long as I just don't get in trouble. And that kind of sucks because it's kind of like there's nothing driving. It's actually, it, 
I hate to say it like this, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't really feel like nothing, like, I don't feel like anything drives me to, like, become better. And the reason why I say that is because the military is just so big on, like, awards and achievements and, like, selling yourself for, you know, for an award to look good on paper, but it doesn't actually appreciate those people that actually come with that that knowledge and that um that drive to want to be better. Um, I've there there have been multiple times um, in the military where I felt like I busted my ass um, for like like doing things for like work, and it's not that I want an award for it. It's just some level of appreciation. Like oh, you know what? Like just want to shout out this person, like um, Zeke or whatever, for you know, doing this, like, we noticed this, like, this thing led to this thing for us, and, like, it was just a great time. Like, my workmates, or, like, the people on the same level as me, um, would say that, and people below, but, like, my supervisors don't really say, like, oh, this is, this is great, like, you did a great job. And the thing is, I have to ask them, them to do that. It's crazy, because, I come from, I work civilian side first, and, like, people would just be like, man, like, you're a hard worker and blah, blah, or, like, I really appreciate this, like, to save us all this time and money and blah, blah, like, that was awesome, like, you're, you're a genius and blah, blah, like, I still have coworkers and, like, people I would call supervisors from my last jobs that still call me a genius to this day and say they miss me, and it's stuff like that that just kind of makes me want to go back to being a regular person. Um, and not the rank. I think the rank is just too much of a distraction for a lot of people for them to realize, like, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all people and we all kind of want to feel important. I can vibe with that. I can vibe with that. Um, truly, my, I think my issues with the military, I just, uh, I feel like in some aspects of it, it, uh, it turns, it feels like, at least in my field, it feels like Everybody in my supervisor, my leadership is like, I want something for nothing. I want something for nothing. You you put a competition on wanting people to be goaded and be the greatest out here. But yet, um, when you request for improvements, when you request for uh, different things and skills and certifications that could be like assets, um, it's either I ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. If you really want to do it, go out there and do it yourself and then bring it back to us. It's like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. How did this work? <laughs> How did this work now? You want me to be LeBron James, Michael Jordan, but your facility is shit. You don't have, you don't even have a basketball with adequate air to bounce around, but you want me to be able to bounce this shit like Kyrie and dunk it like I'm out here fucking, I don't know. I'm, I'm jumping from the free throw line or some shit. It, it, it's crazy for me, and that's how I feel. Uh, I'm sick of the military. I'm the fact that I, you want us to be a fucking team or some shit, but you you uh train us all to dime each other out like there is you won't you want a community but you also won't sell an ass motherfuckers too like <clears throat> yeah like it's a crab in the barrel mentality i feel like you want us all to be a collective community to, to crap in the barrel each other dude and and you saying you want us to be a community like something popped up in my head that i i think i said this to somebody months ago but i was just like it's like they want this culture without putting in the work for it. Like, right. I've heard so many people, um, so many commanders say, like, oh, we want to foster a culture of X, Y, Z, but they don't put in the work to make, make that. Like, you have to, 
you know how exhausting and i'm gonna tell you i'm a i'm a super extrovert i think i am because like i feel like i have to be around people to be happy like um i know that sounds weird but i don't even think i could do remote work to be honest because i i like the i like the feeling of being in office but um to stay focused here you know how many times i hear like oh we want to foster this culture of like family and all that stuff but do you know you know the difference between like family and coworkers? Well, other than the fact that I didn't have a choice with those people, like with my family versus coworkers, because you you kind of have a choice. Um, but the difference is just family is there for each other, um, and so by like to foster a culture of that, you literally have to do that. Like you have to you have to do that as a person. Um, we grew up and we we're like raised well, at least us two uh, from Mississippi, but a lot of people aren't like this at all. Um, you're raised where um, blood is sticking in water, um, and you hear that a lot, right? And yeah. so it's like, at the end of the day, your family needs you, like you drop everything for your family. Well, the thing is, is like, you want this, you want this thing, and this word means something differently to all of us, especially when you have different people of different backgrounds, and some people don't even fuck with their family, which is very common in the military. Um, you have this, this, some of these people don't even have a healthy family to even emulate what, how families should treat each other. So they treat you like they treat their family and you're treating, treating them like you would treat your family. And it's just, it doesn't work. It's like a marriage. Like if you have two people that believe like completely different things, like it's just not likely to work. Um, I can, I, I can agree with that. I can, I can feel that. Um, I think it's also, uh, I guess every branch has uh, its different issues because you know how you being over in your service and I'm being over in mine. And then even um, our day-to-day job uh, environment is totally completely different. Like mine is completely hospital. And so when I say crab in the barrel, they <laughs> you got a whole bunch of worker bees all trying to be head queen bee. And it really don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? It really does not work. We don't. They want us to work like a fucking colony, but we ain't got no fucking resources. You want me to go out here and save a life with my hand, my spit, and my sweat, <laughs> knowing damn well this ain't how this works. I mean, uh, to be honest, I would say far as, and I ain't knocking to, you know, if they ever listen to my podcast, my leader, to my senior people, I would say that I don't necessarily have leaders, and I've said this multiple times. They are not my leaders. They are not my mentors. They are just more senior than I am. Yeah, I can come to them and find information to a degree. But for the most part, these individuals have every single time reminded or helped remind myself, why in the hell do I need you to do anything for my motherfucking self? You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally come to them, and it's always... I ain't knocking y'all again. Y'all fuck with y'all, but it's always bullshit. It's always some bullshit that make me want to spaz out on them. Like, why the fuck do I even have you? Why are you a step in my path that I need to go through in order to get to the next step? Especially if I can just very well, I'm going to, at the end of the day, do it my damn self. Man, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I will say we definitely don't have... Re- I think that's just a, a DOD thing, period. Like, just feeling like you don't have enough resources to do your job. But it's not even, I don't know. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think I can beat that horse anymore. Um, it's Elmer's glue at that point, at this point. But um, yeah, dude, it's rough. Uh, I will say, I literally, um, I felt like I've had to learn the lesson of like valuing myself more from being in the military than ever outside the military. And this is coming from somebody that worked at Burger King at 16 years old. I fucking hated life. Um, but, <laughs> oh yeah, I hated it. Uh, didn't have a... You couldn't have a young man? Fuck no. Like, everybody has their way but me. Um, yeah. And that's why I don't eat that shit now. But, no. <laughs> like, as somebody that came from even that type of, like, toxic environment, it's so different. You know... At least the people at Burger King were all black, so I didn't even have to deal with racism on top of the fact that I was dealing with bullshit. Like, <laughs> that's the easy part. Like, dealing with other black people and, like, bullshit and, like, people not coming to work. Like, yeah, that's stress and all that stuff, too. And it's like, oh, like, favoritism is everywhere. But racism is just yeah. such an unnecessary layer that, need, like, that's added. And it's crazy because, like, you think the military is, like, one of the more progressive places, but I can't tell you like how many people of color actually i fuck that i'm not even gonna group everybody together how many black people in the military feel just like the like they're at the bottom of the totem pole and that's even i will tell you from my personal experience because i'm not gonna bring anybody else into this my personal experience even with other people like of other minorities of the same rank as an officer as a black person i especially feel at the bottom of a totem pole like every fucking time and then to add on top of that it like i'm very vocal like you will know that i feel wrong about something and you will hear my like opinion and like my perspective about it like if i feel like something's not right it's not right example this christmas break at my unit and to be honest like i'm gonna I'm tell you like the way i'm gonna talk on this podcast at the end of the day, these are my personal feelings and opinions. And at the end of the day, like, if I get in trouble, all this stuff that I say is stuff that I already said, so I don't even feel ashamed about it. So at this point, it is what it is. But um, this this Christmas break, uh, we had the, the two-week exodus or whatever, and they are like, talking about the schedule and all that shit. And so they are like, oh, we're going to do two check-in days a week. It's only five days in a week. Um, and we only have four because of holidays. So they want us to drive up to base in uniform to show that we can put a uniform on and we have to be freshly shaved and all that shit for those two weeks. And I was just like, so at the time I lived like 23 minutes away. So 45 minutes total driving and it rained for some reason, both days that I was driving up there. But one of my airmen it lives 45 minutes away. So it's an hour and a half worth of driving for him. And that's not even including tra like ash traffic. That's just like best best case conditions but then on top of that they want to check in time to be 10 o'clock 10 a.m which is like right before lunch time so ass um but um i was just like can we do this like over you know like microsoft's teams or something like that like there is no need for us to actually be up here um we're not doing shit and to be honest like coming up here once a week to check your like you know classified emails i think is more than enough but coming up here twice like, it's just unnecessary. Like can, like, can we just let people just chill at home with their families? And they're just like, no, um, this is better than what I had in my career. Uh, this is what literally what one of my um, 
technically he's not my supervisor, but he's a rank higher than me, so I'm just say one of my supervisors for the sake of ease. But one of the the people at work said um, that was like in charge of shit. And so, but I was like the only person to bring this just up, um, even though there were other people that agreed with me, but they agreed with me behind the scenes. But when it came to like going up to the, like going up to the heat, facing it, I was the only one that brought this up. And so, of course, they're like, oh, like, we feel like you just want to sit at home, blah, blah, like all kind of shit. And so like that happens a lot. And it's like, you know what, like, like, it's like this cultivated toxicity of like oh i got treated like shit so i gotta pass it on and it- bro i absolutely understand that's <laughs> i got treated like bro, shit that's so the military like it. i got treated like shit so let me just pass that on and that's why people get out like i'm i'm pedaling like, i'm pedaling like crazy that didn't make any sense i don't know where the fuck to be honest i don't know i think i think i think i don't know where the fuck i was going with that that was a random one what? The little minion. The little minion hunter. What are you talking about? I don't know what that. Yeah, long story short. Yeah, it's just. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you, I got you, I got you. to ruin like you know how they say it takes one apple to spoil the bunch all it takes is one person with that attitude to ruin it like everybody that encounters them and what's crazy is some people me personally every time i deal with somebody that's like that it makes like makes me want to be even more of a good person because i hate like i hate how they are i don't hate them as a person i hate how they are so much that it just makes me want to be that difference and that's honestly the reason why I even joined the military. I, I didn't even think I was a leader or any of that shit. Definitely not a born leader or any of that stuff. Like, I used to be shy as fuck. Now I'll talk to anybody. I'm not afraid of, like, speaking my mind. And it just took, like, to be honest, it took so many years of me just dealing with bullshit circumstances to get to the point of, like, you know what? I'm tired of people treating me like shit. Or I'm tired of people treating other people like shit for no fucking reason. Like, I've gone up to people that are like berating somebody. I'm just like, why is this even necessary? Because at the end of the day, mm. I don't know one person is just sitting there listening to you, like just berating them for like too long. Because after like, after like two, three sentences, I'm done. Like, all right, I get it. You a bitch. I ain't going to tune you out. You're going to piss me off. I'm, you don't get the hell out of my face. Foolish. You're going to get some kind of response or reaction. I ain't just that big of a man that. Ignore it. You know what? I'll take that 90% away then. As for me and my house, I'm just going to let you. I'm going to let you work. Because at the end of the day, 
talking to? On me, you finna lose all religion, lose all rank, lose all respect. I don't give a damn. My mama don't even talk to me like this. Who you talking yeah. to? My dad and I'm talking to you. Talk um, okay. That coffee is good. I learned. <laughs> I mean, you dropped that thing down. Heavy as hell. Um, oh, some dude posted a video of him cooking on Twitter like a long time ago. It was over a year ago because I remember I was on Twitter Spaces. And I saw, like, I saw the post, like, like you know, when somebody retweets it, it gets a, a bunch of likes from other toxic people that agree with them. But yeah. mm-hmm. a dude was, like, cleaning. Um, he was, like, his house was, like, really organized. He was cooking and all that stuff. And then somebody was, like, he seems gay to me because a real man doesn't do all that. It's like, what? what? Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> like, but that. What? Wait, wait, wait. Me, you tell me, like, uh, basically, he was cooking that good, and the girl was... It was just a short video of, like, him just... Literally, he was ironing his clothes, like, his, like, well-tailored and all that stuff, ironing his clothes. He cleaned... Like, his room was super organized. looked like some shit out of fucking um, gar- Homes and Garden Museum. Or, or not museum, magazine. Um, and it was just, like... You know, like those model homes, like how everything is like super nice and pristine. Like he organized like flowers on his like uh, dining table and stuff like that. And then he cooked and like the meal looked like actually looked really good. And he's single. And so uh, somebody was like, oh, he must be gay because real man doesn't do all this or something like that. What? It's just like, what? Like, but it reminds me of like the what you brought up, the, what was it yesterday? You were like, why people always feel like one gender has to do like certain things. I was just, I don't know my opinion uh, about the matter. Like, cause honestly, like I just like people like being happy. Right. Like, I don't think a lot of this shit even fucking matters. Um, and that goes into, I don't, I don't unnecessarily have an opinion about a lot of shit. Cause I just feel like some things just don't fucking matter to me. Like it doesn't affect me. So why do I care? Like if I see somebody happy, it's like, Oh cool. Like they're happy. Um, just like a lot of the stuff for like uh, various communities, and not even gonna go into that. But I don't, I don't think any of that shit is a big deal, just because it doesn't really affect me to the point where it's like, I mean, it doesn't affect me at all. It's, it literally does not. Um, hell, I don't even care about politics, and that does affect me. It just, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I, I like to believe that uh, a lot of aspects of it I don't care, right? But then there are some aspects where I do because. Where, where I be trying to defend my stance to say that I will make it my business to try to understand where you're coming from, but just because I understand where you come from does not mean I have to agree with it or you have to agree with me. I think um, ultimately for us to come to a mutual understanding is the main important thing, but then being able to accept differences speaks more volume. But you know what? I think also too, like there's that middle ground of like, we don't always, we don't even always have to talk this out. <clears throat> like, I don't agree with it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me where I just even, even need to tell you or even make it known that I don't agree with it. I just don't care. So, okay. Um, perfect example, right? Um, ooh. If Bree ever hears this and gets mad, I owe you a date. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. But... <clears throat> Bree likes randomly decorating shit in the house. Now, I don't really go hard about a lot of things, uh, but 
I do feel that some things just don't make sense. And so uh, she wanted to put curtains in the living room. And I was just like, she she got these uh, free curtains from our neighbors. Uh, and they're like, they're great neighbors. But I'm not going to lie to you. They're like dark curtains. And two, I just like the lighting in the room. Like I like the natural light. I think curtains will dim the room. And like we have like one of the brightest. I think we have the brightest living room I've seen so far out of our neighbors. And I like that. Um, but she wanted to put these dark, drabby, like gray curtains up. And I was just like, no, I think those curtains are ugly. Um, but normally I don't care. Um, so like she, she put this paper towel holder up in the bathroom, the guest bathroom. And also like I have three pictures in there now. Um, at first I only had the one. I thought it was funny. is a picture of me and my um, friend Brian here um, posing at this concert that we went to. And then she moved it to the other side of the bathroom and then put two other uh, paintings that I bought on like one of my last TDYs up. And so it's like, mm, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily have put those in there, but at the same time, I don't know where else I would have put them. And so like, I don't really care. And so it's like, eh, like, I'm not going to bring up that, but I did say, oh, you know what? I don't want curtains in here because that affects the mood of this room. So like the living room, but the bathroom, the guest bathroom, it literally doesn't matter. Like it's a half bathroom. You can't even shower in there. So you're not going to be longer, like in there longer, longer to, um, then the time it takes you to shit <laughs> and wash your hands. <laughs> like, I hope not. And so, like, but imagine if somebody came over here and was like, oh, I don't I don't think these paintings go together and all that stuff. Like, I'm not going to go to somebody's house and say no shit like that. Oh, me? Like, or, I that. like, exactly. But there are people that would. That they're like, oh, you know what? Like, I feel like this just doesn't balance your bathroom. Um, and, like, maybe you should try this. It's like, it's not your bathroom. Like, why do you care? And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of shit. Like, I'll go to people's houses as long as I can pee when I'm drinking and I need to pee. As long as I can pee, I'm good. But, and I went to my neighbor's house and they have their curtains up and it's darker in there and it feels great. And I'm not going to be like, hey, like, I feel like your house is really great. Like, at the end of the day, it's not my house and I can just leave. Like, <laughs> I'm not a prisoner. I get what you So, I don't know. I feel like in a lot of situations, I just kind of do that just because I feel... Like, a lot of people give their unnecessary opinions about stuff, and it's just like, well, I mean, there's an easy solution um, all the time. And you don't always have to discuss it. Like, I, I feel like some things just aren't worth that, like, 15 minutes of, like, debate, if that makes sense. I could just sit here and have a good time. Not saying I'm being fake or anything like that, but it's just a, it's one of those opinions you just don't really go hard on enough to actually, like, for it to actually matter. Um now you know I don't. You know I will definitely argue a point. So it's not that I don't care about shit. It's just some things I just some things I just won't even have an opinion on. Um, I guess I need to learn to strive to uh, not give so much energy in certain places because I ain't gonna lie to you. I can sometimes be guilty of voicing my opinion from a uh, not direct, but. Uh, how do you say it when you do something like, okay indirectly basically i would give you my thoughts and very indirectly you tell me about something that you did and it might be dumb as hell and but it gave you life for doing it i don't care like uh ha. all right so i ain't gonna airdrop who it was but some friends of mine were wilding one time we were at a little party a little get together and they started grounding up 
um, Ritalin pills with a spoon and snorting it. <laughs> and, um, you know, they it was like, yo, you want it? I was like, nah, I'm straight. I'm good. Y'all can have it. These motherfuckers out here blowing blue boogers and shit, thinking it was funny as hell. Now, they were having the time of their life, and I thought it was some idiot shit, right? I thought it was idiot. But I wasn't just knocking them. I just told them, you know, bet y'all, you know, I, I kind of like shaded them on the sly. You know what I mean? I shaded them on the sly. And sometimes, I guess, I am guilty because everybody can't handle the shade on the sly. You know what I mean? That little, because uh, it, it's technically me giving my opinion that wasn't asked, especially on a good time that somebody else is having. If they happy about it, I should get more, um, I should improve on being able to just be like, oh, okay. You- okay, so there's a difference there. Okay. <laughs> One, they can die. Uh, I literally just Google uh, snorting Ritalin because uh, as somebody that takes it, I was like, why would you snort that? Uh, do you know how you know how Ritalin works, right? Uh, not necessarily you ingest it, and if okay, so Ritalin has three compartments in it. So you have the outer layer that's like the immediate, like the reason why you feel it, like within ten to fifteen minutes, is because the outer layer dissolves, and it's the fast acting layer. And then there is a um, fuck. How does this explain it? Um, there's like I just know there are three parts, and like um, the reason why it's extended release is because those other two parts, like are released over time. And so one of the reasons why you're not supposed to drink while taking it is because drinking can actually make it where all three of those dissolve at once and you get a higher effect than you're supposed to have at a time. And so like, it's pretty much like a uh, Ritalin o- overdosing. Um, but it, I, I would imagine it gives you the same feeling as like cocaine, like snorting coke. Um, because just like, just reading from Google, this but I was like, why the fuck would you sort? But at the end of the day, I'm not even surprised because like I've seen people um, snort worse. Like I've seen people snort Tylenol, um, and that's dumb as fuck. See what like, I'm saying? And you know, you know exactly what type of people those were. I ain't even gonna um, knock. You know what I'm saying? Those you know those exactly. type of people too that I had seen through the Ritalin, and I was like, all right. But if somebody OD at that function and you were there, at that point, y'all all charged. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know. Okay, so that's that's my thing is I like, wish. I don't care if you do dumb shit. Just don't do dumb shit and involve me. I would have gunner the ass. I would have been gunner. Oh, me, I've been gunner. I seen it all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not putting my life on the line and going to jail for something I didn't do. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, long story short, I feel that when people – are putting their health at, damn, this is going to sound like hypocritic almost just because like I've been into, like I, I've gotten like shit face wasted before. Um, actually, surprisingly enough, I've never had alcohol poisoning. Um, but anyway, um, if somebody's doing that where they can literally die, because you can die from snorting Ritalin. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's kind of one of those things where it's just like, I mean, you might come off as a loser. Or bringing up like, hey, maybe you shouldn't snort. Big guy, loser. <laughs> You're a loser. Oh, like, we've all been there, and like, like one party where somebody's like, oh, like y'all are. I don't know, like you got that negative Nancy. Is like maybe you shouldn't 
maybe y'all shouldn't be drinking this much or something. I don't know. Long story short, we always we all got that one person that's just like, oh, like this guy's a loser. You're. Yeah, you just don't want to be that guy. But I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a weird situation. Me personally, actually, you know what? At the end of the day, like I've learned to just mind my business and leave. Yeah. Like you know what? This ain't my vibe. I'm leaving. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at the time, I didn't, you know, I wasn't thinking of it like it was like deadly. I just thought it was the dumbest shit. I was like, that looks dumb. Y'all, you guys are like some idiots for doing this shit. You know? Uh, hey, look at this loser. He won't snort. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. But uh, I mean, I should mind my own business. I mean, I, I mind my own business pretty professionally, like all, a lot, a lot of times, you know, but it's just that it'd be moments like that or in segments where other things that I find stupid. And I'm like, you know, you know, I wouldn't do that personally. It ain't in me to do it, but you do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Make it do what it do, player. You know, um, like, uh, nah, I, I can't say that. <laughs> I know that's the hardest like, part. Like, like, when you start thinking about something, it's like, damn, I would normally tell you this. Well, it'll get me wrong. Like, at some given point in time, like, if this does transcend, like we said, we figuring it out. <laughs> we figuring it, yeah. just figuring it out. So if this does figure out, right, at some given point in time, everybody's going to be a casualty. You got to think about it. We're gonna be on here talking about our opinions, our lives, our stories, the things that we live. At some given point in time, somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, "Hey, why are you talking? Why are you dropping my business like that? I ain't drop your business. I ain't named your name. You." What's funny is Names I've stuff. heard, especially the podcast where I'm listening, to where um, like the funny podcast, like Two Bears One Cave, it's one of my favorite ones right now. But they definitely like drop people's business on there, and like, and they're comedians, so like they. But even like like especially comedians like they are like putting like these real life stories out there and of course like people are going to be affected or feel affected by it um, not necessarily are because like what I will try to do um, is not say names if it's really bad but if it's something that I'm just like oh it's not that big of a deal um, I'll, I'll say it because I don't you know how petty people are much. people can be real petty because. Especially on the example like what we're talking about right now, like if you say something that you uh, like, say for instance, those altercations—not altercations, but those uh, misunderstandings that you had at work with a coworker. Now, essentially, oh. some if if they say for instance, some of those actually people that you were cool with, y'all just bump heads for the first time. You know what I mean, and they ain't got any, like me and you, we ain't always been peaches and roses. You know what I'm saying? We are able to bump each other, um, to push each other's buttons, but at the same time, we know that we're still advocate in each other's corners like we want what's best for each other and we can always isolate and know that and remember that right we don't always have to be uh it's we're really family where we can fight and then be like hey young you trying to get some food yeah. hey that's what we do you, like, <laughs> you still over there crying with your bitch ass <laughs> you know, know. Like, like a little bitch you know but uh but my example to lead into it is that you know, when we use some of these examples and we got certain people in our lives that really cannot handle a joke or really cannot handle uh, reliving or bringing up a situation that pissed them off. Because then they were like, so you was talking shit or uh, you uh, you ain't let that shit go, huh? You still ain't let that shit go? Bro, I did let it go. I'm just telling the folks about how dumb your ass was, you know? Yeah, uh, look so that's why I'm like, ah, at some given point in time, I'm just letting it be known that if this does continue to ascend, 
people are gonna get talked about and it ain't it well it might be a little shade i ain't gonna lie it might be a little shade but it's gonna be some real shit at the end of the day it ain't gonna be to demean you or destroy you but it's just gonna be hey look you just got made famous <laughs> you got made famous Oh my God! You know, all right. So we, you know, I, I really wanted to do like the first two with just us, but I feel like something just popped in my head. I was like, "Damn, I already know." Like, I almost want to stop this one and like record the next one because I got an idea for the next episode. But um, yeah, basically, like we gotta we gotta get my brother on. Well, we already said that we was gonna continuously brainstorm new ideas and everything and then slowly but surely um it's good to have this like freestyle moment like i said i, I would like for the freestyle ones to be like the drink and i can you know while and you know vibe and bring some different topics and different things that we thought about from the day and just kind of speak on them um but mm-hmm. as we go on i think that i would like for us to have a little bit more structure and um even when we introduce ourselves in the cast, uh, you know, a little bit more enthusiasm and excitement and be like, hey, <laughs> it's your boy, you know what I'm saying? It's Zay over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one y'all know, the one you love. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. And, you know, to come through with a little bit of like, you know, set the tone and look at the energy. Um, and then I, I guess slowly but surely we get more affiliated or familiar with our bells and whistles, you know, because we can, you know, we got it. We might well use them, you know. Um, yeah, and the, the funny... I'm trying to write this down because, you know, I don't fucking forget. Um, hold on. One <laughs> so, y'all, who all that uh, does care to listen to this hour, we're in our first hour and 13-minute podcast, first episode. So, we once again, the title of the episode is just figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all hearing us talk through our thoughts and talk through our lives, man, remember that every day, shit, we just figuring it out. Y'all just figuring it That's out. That's it, man. And honestly, like, I ain't gonna lie to you, uh, just the thought of, like, to be honest, oh, oh so you said something about um, the intros and all that stuff. Well, if I'm being honest, like, I think me personally, the difference between like uh, I'm gonna say what makes me want to listen to like a, a longer podcast is the fact that the intro isn't that long. Like I rather you just start talking about whatever. I thought most people would because be like, "Well, like, yeah, we're back," you know, and this is probably so. Like, uh, so actually, you need to go listen to a podcast I was telling you about. But like, literally, like um, they like they they're just like, oh, like. This is so and so, so and so. This is blah blah, blah. and like, um, and then they just start talking about like whatever. Because like over time, like people are gonna learn you, and like that. I think I'm, I think I'm more so like making this for people that want to know us versus like selling myself to like people. If that well, I thought we would have to sell it in order for people to have a desire to want to know us. Because right now, nobody knows us, and you can. Well, people know us. Like the people we know know us. Yeah, but I mean, but my so I guess the I guess my thing is like I'm not really I don't have a goal of being like a big podcast. However, like I think that I think there's value in like hey, okay, think about like one of your favorite restaurants, like a restaurant that literally had like a super small menu and then like they blow up and get big. 
So like a Gordon Ramsay restaurant versus like a a, um, a corner uh, restaurant in like Mississippi with a black lady, old black lady. Mm-hmm. Like that old black lady, she feels like family. Like you go back because you don't get that experience. Yeah. Versus like like somebody that just comes off like, oh, I want to be like a major podcaster, and it's just like, I mean, at the end of the day, like we were just regular dudes just chilling. Um, yeah. Okay. Not knowing, so like I I knew eventually we'll get to that, like or we might get to that point. Um, but like right now, I'm just trying to like I want to enjoy like just this simple the startup phase, like if that makes sense, like that oh like because like eventually maybe um I don't know I would like a, I would like the intro sound to actually include like the in, like I don't know maybe it's like a little bit shorter that way like we. We actually talk more, but like it's 15 seconds long. So like it's 15 seconds of hearing that, and then like you hear a long intro. Like you don't want the first minute to just be intro. At least I. Nah, nah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I mean, like how we're evolving with the, uh, we're gonna evolve with our graphic design as well as gonna evolve with mm-hmm. um, a little bit more structure in our thoughts. I'm with you. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm. I would like. To have I don't think I'm ever gonna have more structured thoughts unless I'm on medicine. I it ain't like, that my medicine expired. Yeah, they, 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 we gonna still enjoy our thing, but I mean, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, for the most part, what I mean is, uh, we ain't gotta have no chain restaurant type of thing, type style. You know how you said that mom and pop hole in the wall? I would like to be that hole in the wall that they be like, when you come to that city, what restaurant you gotta check out? What, what, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't gotta be like major platform crazy and doing anything extra. Uh, we we do our thing, you know what I'm saying? We do it live, but we do it we do it big, and uh, but we can still be recognized and still keep it home. Yeah, Magnolia yeah. boys, hey, the Magnolia boys. <laughs> the Magnolia boys. That sounds like a new name. <laughs> God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Magnolia boys. Uh, it's, gonna, it's gonna get on. I wouldn't come. Back. <laughs> It depends, man, because it's like a lot of crazy, like different titles that really catch on, and people be like, "Damn, you ain't just a, like think about it." Uh, uh, two chains should be Titty Boy. Oh, Titty Boy, you just be called Titty. My name, what's your name, Titty Boy? <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna let their kid listen to nobody named Titty Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like me, have to change the name. I mean, uh, shit, it's. I mean, Lil Wayne always been Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh Birdman. The name Birdman. I think he's always Birdman. I ain't gonna lie. He Diddy. Diddy. What's your name? Diddy. If it wasn't for him, Diddy. Like why why Diddy though? I don't know. Bow Wow. The same Bow Wow. Why people say for shizzle instead of for shizzle. But you call yourself Lil Bow Wow? Like think about it, Bow Wow. And then Bow Wow. But even but I mean, it's just names that are like ridiculous, but put the right uh, person on them, and that shit. I think that at a certain point, because Lil Bow Wow was working with Snoop Dogg a lot, it was kind of like that whole um, underling type oh. thing, like Batman and Robin. Like Robin is a, a flying creature, just like bats are. Oh. And so you take something that's like smaller and less uh, intimidating for like a sidekick. I ain't scrappy. trying to call Lil Bow Wow a sidekick, but he, yeah, like Scooby Doo and Scrappy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck does Scooby Doo even mean? I thought that was actually. I never even thought about that. Now I feel high. What does Scooby Doo even mean? Let me it means something. 
But it gotta come from something. I mean, if this ain't just figuring it out, but figuring it out. <laughs> oh, Frank Sinatra's hit song, Strangers in the Night. Doobie doobie doo. Doobie doobie doo. It sounds like it'd be a bop. I swear, now I gotta go listen to yeah, this song. That's the more you learn. The more you know. Oh. Because, uh, yeah, I got to edit and cut out. I ain't gonna lie, I did say that. Did you? On Damn, I, I didn't hear it. You know, now I don't know so, when. When did you say it? Like, what, what were we talking about? So I know where to go back. Shit, don't have me lie. It was like somewhere in the middle. I think military. You're gonna make, make, make me listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, thoroughly. I mean, I only. I said, it was like one time. I mean, I. If, it might be like a background. It might not even be like the forefront sound. That man, that was weird. Uh, okay, there are people that use the N word in podcasts. Well, you know what? I'm just pretending like you didn't say it. I hope not. <laughs> um, if it is hurt, <laughs> if it is hurt, it was just the fact that. I didn't feel like editing um, an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> I know my my two parts <laughs> where I'm taking those out because I said I'm going to edit this part out right after. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that's good, though, um, especially for uh, the, the first podcast. And to be honest, like, I think, I think for me, um, a growing thing will just be, like, over time just – Damn, I got my do rag inside out. I just realized that. It's awkward. Ain't that about a bitch? Anyway, I think over time, just like getting more comfortable. Damn, I'm gonna have that line down the middle of my head. <laughs> I hate that. But anyway, uh, like just getting used to it. Like, I think I want to go more towards like real, like, or I want to go more away from like, re- like thinking about the fact that we're doing a podcast and just more of like I'm just hanging out. And talking about something. All right, wait, wait, wait. What if we had an outro? Just for me, that's me. What if um, we add an outro at the end? Be like, all right. I was thinking that, yeah. And something to play us out. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to do the intro as an outro for right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm going to do is, yeah, what I'm going to do is, um, damn, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take like the first five. Or 10 seconds of the intro and make it the outro before all that other shit. Or I might just take the second half where it's just like. You find it? Yeah. But for real, yeah, I think that, that's not good for it. This is not say. <laughs> There's really something wrong with you, dude. All right. <laughs> it was not me, y'all. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs>